My name is Jed Ramos, and I am the Superhuman Trainer. I empower human beings and being superhuman through health, fitness, nutrition, self-development, and biohacking. Get ready to discover your superhuman powers. Welcome to the Superhuman Super Show. Welcome to episode number four, guys. I'm glad you're still with us. We have another topic to talk about today, but first, I just want to give a shout out to my dog. He's chilling out with me here in the recording studio, if you want to call it that. It's not really a recording studio. Chilling at home during this pandemic. So basically work from home. So we're going to keep it simple and uh, keep it casual. It's actually laying down by my feet. So giving me a little bit more company and motivation to do this specific episode. So that's a little different. My dog's name is Kyoshi and um, he's actually a rescue dog from the Hawaiian Humane Society. He just turned seven years old uh, last week. Yeah, last week. Uh, so if you uh, hear any type of sounds happening in the background, it's not me. <laughs> Probably my dog playing with a toy that he uh, that he stole. But uh, yeah, so hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, it's going to be another interesting podcast episode today because we're just going to talk about, <laughs> that's kind of, um, I'm being a little sarcastic, but we're going to talk about the six components of skill-related fitness. Okay, last episode, we talked about the five components of health-related fitness. Okay, which is by and large um, general for everybody. So not just a specific niche or group, but it affects affects everyone. All right, now we're going to delve into the six skill-related components of fitness. Okay, so this could be very specific to specific niches or demographics or groups of people because... It could mainly be aimed for athletics, sports, or anything that deals with any type of performance. But, okay, this is a big but. That doesn't mean the general public has access, you know, like doesn't have access to these components because it very well applies to them too. So what I mean is when you hear these six, you don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be some professional athlete, right? that does any type of sports you don't have to be a high performance performer or of any other sort you can be the normal human being that you are right or a superhuman right so we're going to talk about that but i, I just want to give a quick shout out because um i forgot to mention it last time but this podcast is actually being broadcast not just on spotify but it's also on other platforms and sadly i'll admit it i didn't even know existed (laughs) so i just want to give a shout out to the platforms that are airing my podcast my my simple humble little podcast um so i uh so these guys so there's breaker shout outs to breaker second one is google podcast that's huge so shout out to google you definitely doing it big Shout outs to Overcast, right? Shout out to Pocket Pocket Cast. Sorry if I butchered that. So Pocket Casts. Lastly, 
shout out to Radio Public, right? And then obviously, shout out to Spotify, my first one. It's my first love. So I appreciate all the support. Uh, hopefully, we can continue to grow and build this relationship with each other. And I just want to give another shout out to um, obviously my business, Kaizen Fitness. It's basically the business that I run that floats this boat. That's the facilitator for this passion of mine that I love to do. And I just want to tell you guys too that coming in the future, I'm going to announce some affiliate partners that I partnered with. If not already, if you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, you probably know a number of them already. But I'm going to officially announce them once I get their blessing to do so on this podcast. So enough about that. That's like almost four and a half minutes of babbling so let's get right down to it all right we got the six components of skill related fitness so what makes these special and different than the other five all right okay we'll talk about that in a second but here are the six you have agility so one agility two balance three coordination four power five reaction time and six speed okay so you have agility balance coordination power reaction time and speed okay so what are they okay let's go let's go over one by one all right so we have agility agility is the ability to change directions quickly and easily okay so basically if you go one way you can go the other really quick so like when you're juking like in soccer like you do a fake and you go to the side like in basketball you dribble one way then you cross over to the other that's agility right so being able to change directions quickly so if you don't talk about and that's usually my point of reference is in some sport so but you know remember what i said in the beginning you don't have to be an athlete okay so in this case you know like if you're walking or you're running and you just happen to see an obstacle in front of you like if you're jogging you see a trash can in front of you not that People put trash cans on the sidewalk. Some people do. But if you just happen to see it last minute and you avoid it really quick and you change directions so you don't run into it, that's agility, right? Right. Or you ever walk into like a supermarket and you just happen to go in front of somebody and you do this weird like, oh, I'm going to go left, you go right, but you don't. You go in the same direction that they do and you look a little foolish and then you kind of laugh it off later. That's kind of like agility. <laughs> but if you do it quick enough, before the other person, you have better agility, right? So that's one, okay? Second one is balance. Balance is your ability to control your center of gravity. And that's it. It's as simple as that. You know, that's always an issue with uh, our growing elderly population, all right? But let me reference sport. So balance, most every sport, and actually most every sport, need all six but for balance basically avoiding falling you know if you need if you're running a play and you lose your balance you can fall you know like and there goes that goal or you can be dribbling down the court and you know maybe you lose your footing and you try to get your center of gravity back so you can keep running but you end up falling well that's balance right so so balance in the real world really is just can you control your center of gravity so you don't fall? Or that you don't lose your center, wherever that is, whether you're walking or running in a straight line, 
and you don't want to deviate from that line, right? And just a kind of like a reference point. So for the majority men, men, fellas, your center of gravity is your belly button area, right? And then ladies, females, yours is in the pelvic area, right? So just know that as a reference point. And I'm sure it can vary and it's not the same for everybody, but by and large, that's what it is, right? All right, so the next one is coordination. Coordination is your ability to control your hand, eye, and foot, eye movement, right? And obviously, anything requires some sort of coordination. So if you have to think like piano, like that's not really a sport, but if you think about piano, that requires a lot of coordination. Lots and lots of coordination, and it requires a lot of concentration to maintain that coordination. So, whether you're doing very sensitive and fine tuned movements to specific motor patterns that require a specific sequence, okay, that's coordination. Okay, so any and every sport, I don't really have to really talk about examples like being able to hit a golf ball. You know, at the right angle with the right speed, right? That that requires some coordination, right? But when it comes to everyday life, you want to be able to coordinate your movements so you do your job, like whether you're writing a letter or whether you're moving things around the house, like from shelf to shelf, or doing your laundry, or being able to just manipulate objects the way you want to, and not make any mistakes or drop it. You know, that requires a lot of coordination. Okay. All right, next is power. Okay, power. So a lot of people get power mixed up with strength. Right? So we there is a difference. Okay, power really is the ability to generate the maximal amount of force, but this requires time. So it's the ability to generate the maximal amount of force over a period of time. So with the strength in mind, if you were to lift that heavy weight one time, how fast can you lift that thing, right? So let's take the 100-pound dumbbell as an example again. If you actually have the strength to lift that thing, then you have strength, right? But now, how fast can you lift that thing up from point A to point B? So that's power, right? And power doesn't actually need resistance even though body weight and gravity are forms of resistance so box jumps sprints you know running a 40 you know that requires some power and speed right we'll talk about speed too but that requires power so very fast movements but the reason why that's important for the general public is because it involves primarily your nervous system yes your musculoskeletal system is involved but it's about working the nervous system to fire off nerve impulses really quick and for your body to react, especially the way your muscles contract over that period of time, which is good. You know, we can talk about, you know, later we can talk about slow twitch, fast twitch muscle fibers, right? So when you do power movements, obviously you're using your fast twitch muscles or they call it your, um, you know, your fast glycolytic muscle, like you use your phosphagen system. 
Okay, so that's one. So that's important for every sport. <laughs> um, you need some sort of power component. Well, you're boxing, or you're hitting, you're spiking a volleyball down, or you're basically running, going from point A to point B, right? Really quick explosiveness off the block, right? So it's important for the general public because you want to be able to kind of segue into the next one, right? Have your body's ability to move fast, you know, to to be able to move fast and not really slow, so you can do things that you can react to, which kind of segues to the next one, right? So the next one is reaction time. Okay, reaction time is just your ability to respond to an external st- stimulus quickly. Okay, so your response to an external stimulus. So in sports, obviously, it could be a gun firing where it signals you to go. It could be a buzzer. Right? It could be someone just yelling "go," right? And you reacting to that actually can make a difference between a gold medal and a silver medal. You never know. But in the real world. So reaction time is important, especially in this specific example where you probably might drop something. If you drop something, you want to be able to react. So that's your stimulus—the fact that this object is falling, and you don't want to break it, or you don't want to damage it. So that's the stimulus. So you want the reaction time necessary to catch that object before it falls and you save it. Right, so that tends to decrease as we age, and not because we just age. It's because as we age, we don't use those fast twitch type muscle fibers, right? And we don't have the power to generate to make that movement happen in the first place. But that's why it's also important for the general public. And the last one, last but not least, is speed. Okay, speed is your ability to move quickly over a specific distance in a specific amount of time. So, like I already actually said, the example of running 40. So, you want to be able to run from point A to B in the least amount of time possible, and that will determine how fast you are. Okay, how fast you're. But yes, you do need power. You don't really need reaction time because you just go whenever you're ready. Or basically, or when the coach or the strength coach tells you to go, right? Or unless you do have the technology where you don't need that, but it's basically running from point A to B really quickly, right?、Um, if anything, that's not the most important one out of the six for the general public, unless you do have a specific goal to reach a point A to B really quick, especially when it involves your entire body, but. That's basically it. So again, you have agility, right? So the ability to change directions quickly. You have balance, controlling your center of gravity. You have coordination, so controlling your hand-eye, foot-eye movements. Power, generating the maximal amount of force over a period of time. Okay, not distance now. Okay, reaction time, the ability to respond to an external stimulus, and last but not least, speed, to Be able to move quickly over a specific distance in a specific amount of time. So those are your six components of skill-related fitness. And just like the last episode, we can always take a deeper dive on each one of those. 
But if you do have any questions, comments, requests, suggestions, or any type of feedback, again, feel free to email me, text me, send me an instant message or a direct message via social media, and we can take a deeper dive and refine this podcast even further as we continue to grow and add more episodes. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to tune in for the next one coming soon. In the meantime, visit my website at kaizen-ess.weebly.com for more information and also follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I can't wait for the next one, guys. And until then, do ordinary things in an extraordinary way. Have an awesome day.